0: Welcome one and all to the triumphant return of the Sportsbet Soccer Podcast. We've had a couple of weeks off, we Uh, apologise. The first week off was uh, unavoidable and for tedious reasons. The second week, um, you know, international football and to be honest, who cares? Um, Certainly not uh, many of the players. Uh, Joining me today as ever, Kieran McKeown and Ed White, Sportsbet's resident soccer gurus. How are we gentlemen? Happy to have the Premier League back. Nice to be back. Eduardo, it is.
1: Yeah, it is good to be back. Although I must say I uh, have a 10 year old son who loves uh, football. So we've been watching like, hey, look, it's Kazakhstan, Moldova. We've actually been <laughs> <laughs> we Actually, I've been watching a few of those things. The highlights, I must say, I'm not talking about a full match. So
2: how long is the, the highlights? Video you must off. really love football to watch that. <laughs> three minutes.
1: Th- three minutes, but uh, yeah, I've actually bought into this UEFA Nations League, unlike most other people in the world.
0: Well, thank yeah, uh, uh, thankfully, uh, Kieran was explaining it to me uh, before we started the show. The idea, um, he suggested, is that, yeah, strafed sort of divisions so that equal play. so, you know, Moldova playing Lithuania, etc., 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 I think it's a good idea. Like, make those make those friendlies a little more competitive. Um, it's there's not there's just genuinely nothing worse than watching teams playing each other and having nothing at stake. It's um,
1: absolutely it's- no, I agree, and I think you also build on for the people that aren't the hardcores. You build on this sort of World Cup thing, so you know. uh, For for, I'm just using my son for an example, having been through a World Cup where he's seen Mbappe and you know Modric and guys like that that he really sort of fell in love with on the world stage. Here's another opportunity to see them sort of in a competitive environment. So from a marketing standpoint, I think it works really well.
0: Yeah, a rare um, a rare hit for UEFA. Well done, (laughs) (laughs) well done, guys. Speaking of uh, the The did you see of the, uh, what is it, UEFA Nations League? Is that what we're calling it? Nations League,
2: that's the one,
0: yeah. Yeah, it does sound like it's kind of designed to solve world peace as opposed to a soccer tournament. (laughs) (laughs) Other than than that, it's... uh... As a, a resounding success. Uh, last week, um, just actually, I think overnight, the um, the enormity of Sheikh Mansour's investment into Manchester City was revealed. Um, since he bought the club, he has invested how much over and under, boys? Unless you haven't seen, have you seen this story, Kieran? I haven't seen the story. Anna, Ed, have you seen
1: it? I have, so I'll stay out okay, of it. How much do you here, reckon,
2: Kieran, Do it. He's he's invested. Well, I think when you get bigger than than five hundred million. You know, effectively all these numbers really amount to the same thing in most people's minds, but uh I'd say probably a couple of billion. Yeah, well one point one point four five is the is the all over
0: number, um, including the the purchase and the original uh sale. Um just staggering numbers to go into a club and maybe suggestive of how small city were prior to the takeover. I think people don't understand how small mm. the club was. You know, they just got Eastlands. Um, prior to that, they were playing at uh, Main Road in a part of Manchester that I can tell you, uh, from first-hand experience, not pleasant. <laughs> um, yeah,
1: it's. Uh, I think we mentioned this last week or the last time we talked, Ollie. I, I had friends who are from Manchester, who were City fans. And this is going back years and years. And they were explaining to me, you know, if you're a real Manchester, you're a City fan. Now, this is from their point of view. But it was also years ago when United was so big that you couldn't imagine City being even level with them. So if you're old enough like me or older, you know, you come from an era where City it really had nothing you know other than credibility and now they're you know they're this massive club as you mentioned you know with this huge investment so kids growing up now will have no idea you know that they were actually relatively small at one point
2: I, I think as well you can kind of see that even in the the revenues compared to the you know traditionally bigger um teams in the world you know the likes of Barcelona real man United. Bayern Munich, they would still have more revenue probably in 2018 and 17 than City Mm. would because I think you do have that. I mean, from a commercial point of view, City aren't as big and it will take them probably 10 years even to be as big as those traditional kind of European heavyweights. Yeah, they need to, uh, this
0: is going to sound horrendous and I apologise in advance for saying it, but what they need to do now is a concerted period of brand building um, to try and bring fans in, like all the... And and, and I suppose probably the challenge they have is that the times we live in now, that's going to seem cynical. Um, You know, the beauty of football of yesteryear is that the brand building was done uh, organically. You know, Manchester United, swashbuckling football, Liverpool, you'll never walk alone. These things were part of the essence of the club. Trying to do those things consciously um, to build a club up as a business is I could imagine pretty hard um to not do that in a sort of cynical and unpleasant way. Um but you know a good luck to them. Um I mean I don't mean that but uh anyway we'll move on. Um Just a quick couple of points I wanted to raise from the last weekend of Premier League football. Uh, Cardiff, the last of the 97 teams in the league system to score and Arsenal let them do it twice. Um, Their defence, gentlemen. Uh, Firstly, is it a defence? Do we need defences anymore? Are we moving? Is this the first sign of a period when we're starting to move toward post-defence football?
1: Look, I'm going to let, let Karen. we're both Arsenal fans, so that's the weird part of it. I'll let Kieran answer this. I will quickly say I did win last week on the Arsenal to win both teams to score. I sweated it out, but I did win on that. I had a feeling they were going to let a goal in, that's for sure. Yeah,
2: I suppose when you look at this Premier League season, it's quite different in that you'll see like a lot of play coming up the, the left-hand side and you know we've got so many left backs who are great going forward i wouldn't include monreal in that but uh, he is he is a left back and he has scored this season as well but there's definitely a trend um, i think which is really interesting the likes of of mendy alonzo robertson you know even even monreal who do, who does get forward mm. um who you know are playing i suppose more like kind of wing backs as well than they've ever done before but look at the end of the day you're playing against cardiff the aim is to score more than than cardiff score in the game and I think Arsenal were always very likely to do that and will be more of a, an attacking team in terms of being able to compete defensively. The players aren't there if the structure is not there as well, which, you know, it looks like it's going to take a little bit of time to actually to get right. And, you know, Arsenal still have defensive midfield issues that we've had for a, a long, long time as well. Um, look, the likes of um, Socrates in central defence and Mustafi they're never going to be the answer to any they're, questions. they're not
0: they're not names that no. strike fear into the heart of visiting center forwards <laughs> Socrates and I mean Mustafi's got a nice ring to it, and his goal was a you know a bullet header, but he's a small man for a center half, isn't he in the Premier
2: League? you would say yeah, and Socrates will uh, strike fear, I think physically into a lot of lot of players, but you know he's the kind of player that um you know any kind of smart forward should be able to uh, get a hold of.
1: Yeah I think I think it says it all that did I just read a piece this week that says fans going nuts now that Kosi back in training so that, kind of, that kind of says it all guys I think
0: the um the counterpoint to your woeful defense is your uh, apparently potent attack though um Lacazette and Aubameyang combining and what's more boys and this you know, this this next point speaks to the strange times we're living in um I think it's safe to say that Instagram has become the best barometer for team morale, and I follow both uh, Aubameyang <laughs> and uh, Lacazette, and they crop up in each other's Instagram in a in a sort of v- in a very regular way, and they appear to be very good friends uh, off the pitch, and that seems to be coming through on the pitch. They, you know, initially when Aubameyang turned up, this was there was a suggestion that maybe they would struggle to play together. Not a bit of it. They look like, um, you know. The the great premiership partnerships of yesteryear Fowler and uh, and uh, the guy who let off all the fire extinguishers his name. I forget Collymore. Um Fowler <laughs> Fowler and Collymore and uh you know, Cole and York, um Teddy Sheringham and Oli a Solskjaer to a certain degree. Who are the other great? Shearer and Sutton, maybe back in back in the nineties. Uh, I think we're pushing it a little there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you you have to be happy with how they're playing together, gentlemen. Uh, as as happy as you must be upset about your defence, you would think.
1: Yeah, yeah look, I don't, uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I agree, uh, Oli, I think uh, there's a lot of options there, I like I like what I've seen from Mkhitaryan, I, I, you know, I think Ramsey's, uh, you know, is always going to be in the mix, so yeah, I, I, I would think Kieran would agree with me, the defence is way more worrying than... Even though there have been some issues of, you know, really missed opportunities in front of goal, I still think we're going to be fine in attack. That's not a worry at the moment.
2: Yeah, I think when you look at Aubameyang and, and Lacazette, it's probably a situation where half of the time you expect them to play as a strike force and, and the rest that Aubameyang's going to play in his own with with Mkhitaryan back in kind of attacking midfield with Ramsey and Ozil.
0: Mm. Mm,
2: I think that's... Uh, that's probably fair, and we'll um, we'll move on to from from one
0: uh, strike force of sort of panache and style and skill to a, a striker who uh, plays the game in a slightly different way. Troy Deeney. Um, uh, it, it, is there a more likable player in the Premier League at the minute? I don't know why. I just find him to be this unlikely talisman, um, and his Watford side. Um, getting the business done against Spurs last week. In a, in a comeback that didn't just feel likely, it sort of felt inevitable. Um, just, a, just an unbelievable game, an unbelievable start to the season for them. Um, why are they so likeable? Why is Troy Deeney, um my favourite current striker in the Premier League? And are they going to
2: do some naughtiness this weekend against Manchester United? Uh, first of all, I don't think they will. I think teams like this uh, are more likely to kind of regress back to the mean. Um, you know, they've had an amazing start to the season. Um, you know, guys like Halibas, um, another another left back who's doing great things and obviously Pereira goals-wise for them. Dini looks like the kind of player who at 30 now could, um, you know, get his name in the reckoning at least for, for the England squad which you know you probably wouldn't have seen last year but we've seen it before with the likes of Grant Holt and many other 30 something strikers who England have called upon. <laughs> Mike, Michael Ricketts was probably the worst thing Yeah, Grant
0: Grant Holt was a, a particular way <laughs> point. Who was the Portsmouth striker as well who scored who stole a goal on his debut on the goal line just it was already going in. I can't remember his name. Can't remember who oh, that was. I will, I will Google it in you know, briefly. Um. Jesus Christ! Yeah, look, I,
1: I think Watford. And you ask why they're so likable. I mean, I think this is one of these generic sort of yo-yo clubs that you see, like a Reading, and you know, you hear, oh, they're up again, now they're down again. Yet they've had this incredible start. They're playing with this sort of panache, this burb. They're, you know, they, they they look they're having fun. They look like they're having fun. I mean, I agree with uh, Kieran. At some point, it, it, the run's going to come to an end. But I was actually in the car the other day doing tabulations as to how soon Watford are safe. I mean, you start, and we're actually,
2: we're actually laying them to win the Premier League. Actually, so is yeah. that true? It's pretty crazy. But there is a there is a, quite a nice uh, story going around that Watford's form. And in terms of wins, draws and losses last year, it was the same as Leicester's the year before they won the Premier League. Wow. And they've had the same start as Leicester have had. So I think a lot of people are reading into that. And we were taking bets on them at like, yeah, 250 to 1 or something like that to, to win the <laughs> league and to come top four and all these things. So we'll see if that plays out. Well, Kieran Kieran said something off the top in this conversation
0: that made my heart shrivel and die um they will regress to the mean i was just imagining you i was just imagining you <laughs> in your, your spreadsheets and just i just i can't live in a world where that type of thing is the thing that dominates my mind i want to live true. in a world i'm
2: not actually doing that all the time just <laughs> doing simulators and all this kind of stuff so.
0: i just all i want all i want is to live in a world where they are come come the pointy end of the season they are there or thereabouts um I feel tragically like that will not be the case. Um We'll just do a quick wrap of the international results. If there was anything that anyone uh, caught anyone's attention, Spain smashing uh, Croatia six nil, uh, peaking at just the right time. Um, unfortunately, yeah, you
1: call that a World Cup hangover, wouldn't you? I guess for that one, what, what an- a group! What a group! Spain, England, and Croatia. I mean, it's just extraordinary to be honest. Especially when you look at Switzerland, Belgium, and Iceland. And for what I've seen. Uh Switzerland absolutely destroyed Iceland. I actually did watch that match. And the Swiss, you know, I, I tell you what, you watch them in the Euros, you watch them in the World Cup, there's just a little something missing there because they've got a lot of talent. And, uh, you know, you look at Sweden Switzerland, I think Switzerland probably have more talent than Sweden, but just something missing during that World Cup. They so, haven't. You know,
0: they have a sad tendency against the bigger teams to kind of go into their shell. They mm, were yeah, crap they against
2: England, and England were not good in the first half. And
0: uh, yeah, I agree. Were there yeah. for the taking?
2: Uh, they're they're very good yeah. at that kind of you know next level of, of teams. You mm. can kind of rely on Switzerland to to yep. kind of get a job done there. But you're right, and I think as, uh,
0: you hit the nail on the head there with Iceland. I think maybe we're coming to. Uh, the end of the golden era of Icelandic yeah, football. The,
1: the party's over. It's back to uh, being dentists and, and apprentices and whatever else you're doing. The other one that looked good, uh, Turkey. Uh, Turkey, you know, uh, has had, you know, very, very good teams over the years. And lately it's been in a real down patch, Um, but they look to make a little bit of noise in that second level. They call it League B. They're in with Russia and Sweden. So uh, they've won one and lost one. But, you know, they've got some hope there for their fans that maybe they can rebuild and, and get ready for the next Euros.
0: Yeah, I mean the the consolation for Iceland is they do get to return to their socialist paradise in in Northern Europe. So I mean, not <laughs> not not the worst situation in the world, um, England. For uh, for the Premier League fans out there, um, sort of med their way to a two-one uh, victory uh, loss against Spain. Who I think actually <laughs> they they should it should have been too all. There was a goal ruled out late for Agreed. for just yeah. the the poorest one of the poorest international um decisions I've ever seen. A foul on De Gea who um wasn't touched uh, as far as I could see. He um,
1: went straight up, and he came down on someone and lost the ball. Yeah, yeah. it was a ludicrous decision, and and uh, yeah, I agree with you. That should have been a draw, hundred percent.
0: Yeah, and then, and then a, a an unconvincing one nil over Switzerland. Um, you know, back to back to normal it seems for uh, for England. <laughs> anyway, we'll jump into this week's games, gentlemen. A massive, massive game at the top of the table. Uh, Spurs Liverpool nine thirty tomorrow night. We get to watch it, which mm, is just yeah. about the best news. Um, yep. I can imagine uh, Tottenham 288, the draw 360, and us, ooh, Liverpool 230. Um, ooh, this is a, this is an interesting one, isn't it? Obviously, Spurs coming off the back of the loss to Watford last week. Um, Liverpool 100% record so far. How do we see this one going, boys? It's uh, some tasty odds for Liverpool if, they, if, if you think they're going to keep it up. I personally don't. I think Spurs might get the bickies here.
2: How do you see this one going, Kiron? I would agree with you. Spurs are very, very good at home against the, the top six. I think last year, they, mm. uh, I think they won four of the five games they played against um, against the other top six teams. Liverpool, on the other hand, were very poor away. In the last couple of seasons, I think they've got two wins, a draw and seven defeats um, in those 10 games away to the big team. So all in all, when you look at, at those stats... And you look at the odds, um, I think Tottenham, in the draw-no-bet market, odds against. So effectively saying that Liverpool are favourites is certainly a good bet. And I think, yeah, in terms of odds for the match, 288 Tottenham. Um, for me, it should be probably more along the lines of 250. So I think you're getting some good value there. Absolutely. Edwander. Yeah,
1: I yeah, I, a couple of things I uh, saw in my research is that uh, 12 of Spurs' 14 wins over Liverpool in the Premier League have come at home. So that backs up Kieran's uh, uh, assertion that that they're very good at home. The other thing I found interesting, 22 penalties in their 52 meetings. That's the most of any two Premier League teams. So, you get two fifty if a penalty is awarded, so that might be something to look at um, uh, in this one. Look, I agree with everything you guys have said. I think uh, Spurs are going to have a bit of an advantage here. I don't know. I'm not sure. if uh, Do we know if Son uh, is going to play? He's back. We don't yeah, know whether back. we don't
0: know whether
2: he's he's not. I don't think he's likely to play. I Can't imagine, yeah, I I can't imagine he yeah. would play. And plus, with who who's done such a good yeah, job as well. He has. I don't see. But the what need. a great
1: story! What a great story. Has there ever been more pressure? on anyone in the history of sport you know you win this tournament and you avoid two years of mandatory military service i mean (laughs) that's unbelievable
0: yeah i think it's a 30 for 30 that you and i have to uh consider um pitching to the business it's Um, extraordinary kieran would you mind also framing a market for the likelihood of the chant uh he's from seoul but he's not a soldier uh (laughs) That's the worst that I've ever heard. It'll kill us. Would you just find <laughs> me a market for that being sung during the during the uh, during the match? Because I'm, uh, I reckon maybe uh, it'd be pretty wits like odds uh, that, that one that one coming out. If you do like the penalty uh, option. Uh, Harry Kane, first goal scorer. You're also betting basically on him to score a mm. penalty. Uh, Four dollars okay. thirty-three. Yep. Not bad. Uh, not bad at yep. all. Not bad at One all. One other
2: thing in that game, though, to, to take note of is definitely that Ali um, Ali's missing for the game. So that is a is a blow for Spurs. Though. Is it though? Yeah. Well, it should and be. It should be anyway. Yeah. I mean, clearly he's not been as good as as what you would expect in the last and, couple and of Lloris,
1: years. And Loris Loris will probably be hung over, so you have to take that. wow well. <laughs> <as well>.
0: yeah, <laughs> Jesus
2: Christ. <laughs> the, the,
1: the
0: the more you look into that story the, the the worse it gets he had to be helped from his car yeah uh, he oh, was so drunk. I haven't read much there wow was, that's terrible there, there was was, yeah. puke, there was vomit yeah puke in the in the wheel in the in the foot arches whatever they're called um
1: don't, a, don't drink and drive people
0: yeah just don't drink and drive he was going fifteen yeah. miles an hour in a thirty zone um <laughs> so at least he's at least he's taken the yes. safer approach to <laughs> drink driving sure. if there is one. Um, which there isn't, don't drink drive, Um, of driving like pathetically slowly. Um, What a moron. Uh, A lot lot of pressure in the UK for um, Spurs to take away the captaincy um, from Mm. him. Uh, That's so far been resisted. It'd be interesting to see. Um, It doesn't seem like... uh, uh, Surely that conversation will stop after this
2: game, but it'd be interesting to see if... um, if they do do, okay. um, it's 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 business as well, of course. But I think it was bad form that that Loris played mm. um, played yeah. two weeks ago with this hanging over him. It Really, shouldn't have been the yep. case, pun intended, or not? There. No, not that <laughs>
0: time. Um, have either of you got a same game multi you like in this one at all, gentlemen? Yes,
1: yeah, so uh, I, I hear oh, sorry,
2: go ahead, Kieran. Sorry, Ed. Yeah, so I've gone with a uh, pretty pretty outlandish one, but I went with. Um, just off the, I suppose, the historical scores and, and how well Spurs have done against the big teams. I'm going to draw half-time, um, Spurs full-time, and then Trippier, who should be on freeze, either him or Eriksen, and Kane both to score in the match. And that's $131, I think it is. That's the kind of same game. That's what this wow. product is there for, right? <laughs> this product wow. is there
0: for those wonder shots. And you know what? They happen. They happen. People pull these off, and you can stick a dollar on it, and and it might happen. I I got there one. Go. Probably won't happen. Yeah. <laughs> I am um, I got one with um a, a rival. Uh, not many of our rivals offer products as anywhere near as good as ours. But I, I jagged one, and it was paying. Uh, I'm going to put this over t- over two hundred dollars. It was an NBA game. Um, just about the best feeling in my entire life. Um, uh, Ed, have you got a same
1: game multi? I uh, yeah, it a very simple, stupid one. half halftime, full time. Spurs lead at halftime and then potentially collapse, and Liverpool to win at full time. Twenty three bucks. Oh, oh, oh.
0: it's not stupid if it wins. Ed. It's not stupid if it wins.
1: Well, I just you know the, the, the Spurs. You know, I, I agree. They I, they 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 look good, but I'm a little worried about that sort of fade out uh, against Watford. So anyway, that's what inspired me to that. I won't be putting that on, mind you. I just would throw that out
0: there. Okay, good. <laughs> it always always gamble responsibly. <laughs> exactly. Um, the next game. Speaking of Watford, Ed, they are traveling to. No, no, they're not. They're at home to they're Manchester home. Yep. United. Uh, Watford four dollars thirty-three. The draw three forty. United a dollar eighty-three. Um, personally, I think United are going to get hurled in this game, uh, and the pressure will increase even further on Mourinho. Who, um, if there's a if there's a market to have him out by Christmas. I'd be certainly looking at it if uh, <laughs> if if Watford get the chockies here. Uh, Ed, we'll start with you. How do you see this one yep. going? Uh,
1: you, again, you know, you know, I love my research in all sports. Man, Watford's only won one of ten home matches against United in the Premier League, so not great form. Arguably, this is a better team. Um, I like I like United to win this. I think the Watford dream has to end at some point. Um I mean, and on that note,
0: it actually yep, doesn't it doesn't, Ed. The Watford dream can continue. We live in it we live in an era only we're only, we're, we're only three, 2 years post Leicester. Why can't it continue, Ed? <laughs> Don't You're crush right, my dreams. Can.
1: It can, but I've got I've got United to win both teams to score at 375 as well. So you know, that, I think that might not be a bad bad shout.
0: Yeah, and and to give everyone just a sense of um how much Ed is understating his fondness for uh research. We had a little NFL wins pool in the office, just pick three teams. The team uh, the person with the most wins across all their three teams wins the league, you know. Bit of money, bit of friendly office banter keeps us all interested in the <laughs> NFL. Um everyone else is being like, oh you know, I like the Bengals this year. Um, you know, that type of approach. Ed Wyatt goes into full true detective mode. <laughs> Um, you know, he's he's takes up smoking. He's in locks himself into one of the meeting rooms. He's got one of those True. boards up. There are there are mm. pieces of tape. There's uh, the sweat peeling off his brown. All he all he's talking about <laughs> is in. Enigmatic conversations about O line prospects in the Pac twelve this year. It's <laughs> it's the, the the type of research that only very high level people uh, can understand. And who did win it? Who did win it last year? Oh yeah, no, you did. Ed. Yeah, okay. Yeah, oh. you've, I mean, I think I think you've actually won every fantasy related competition you've entered in
1: the office. Um, uh, I think that's it, true. Uh, I've done well. Let me put it that way. Okay. Anyway, I don't want it. Let's not make this all about me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Kieran,
0: um, are you also going to piss on my strawberries and tell me that um, my beloved Manchester United are going to beat Watford?
2: Yeah, I'll uh, I'll play up at it a little bit more. That tip was a cracker as well. I think uh, Man United to win, both teams to score. I think the both teams to score angle for Watford playing um, at home against the big teams. It's one five and six, I, th- I believe, and I think United as well away from home. Both teams to score is generally a really good play, and um, for obvious reasons as well. When you look at Man United kind of defensively, plus they've got world class talent going forward, so I think for me a score draw or United by the odd goal, um, in a you know a, a two one or a three two would be kind of my my angle there. Okay, very interesting.
0: Uh, we've got City uh, versus Fulham next. Uh, City Winks like odds at a dollar eleven. Um, I think actually Winks will jump about the same there, maybe a dollar twelve. What's, what is Winks up to right now? She was a dollar ten when I looked the other day. Uh, Fulham are paying twenty three dollars, twenty three dollars, and the draw uh, ten dollars. Um, Fulham have had a
2: really disappointing start to the season. Um, you were you were all over them at the no, start of the Fulham year. No, I think Fulham have been probably a little bit below par, but I wouldn't go that far. I mean, they beat Burnley four um, two. Yeah, they, it's it's difficult to bet in so many players at the start. I think the opening day they had seven or eight players starting. So I mean, that's always going to take a while to come through. But they've just got so much quality that they'll they'll be mid table.
0: Are they? Um Burnley, not long for the
2: Premier League. I was bullish on their survival at the start of the year. They have mm-hmm. looked you no; know, they've been really poor. And I think the European uh, the, travails has certainly not helped them as well. Yeah, so I, I think the word I, I think
0: I think a more accurate word, and we strive for accuracy on this podcast, <laughs> would not be poor. It would be shit. Um, <laughs> Ed, um, yeah,
1: I, there's yeah, not much I can say about that as well. Uh, City last time they lost to a promoted team was in 2007. They lost to Reading. So obviously, you know, unlike Arsenal, they actually win the games they're supposed to win. So I think, um, and I do say that as an Arsenal fan, mind you. Uh, Yeah, I I can't see much here. My only value on this, guys, would be like a score, a correct score. 3-1, for example, is 9.50 in favour of City, that sort of thing.
0: Mm. Uh, Yeah. Okay, we'll move very swiftly on. Uh, There's no point appraising those kind of games. No point appraising Winx's races either. Uh, Newcastle, (laughs) $4.00. Uh the draw three sixty Arsenal, a dollar ninety one. 91. Um this is a dangerous game for Arsenal. Newcastle have not been shocking. Um and have made chances and they will make chances against Arsenal. Um but are they good enough to keep out uh Lacazette a Aubame- bomber Young et al. Um I'll start with you actually, Eduardo. Um can your boys uh, keep just outscoring teams or is this uh that's a great
1: on. question we've very successful um at a way to newcastle uh, record historically but i think they won kieran could probably correct me if i'm wrong i think newcastle oh. won this corresponding fixture last year and ended a long losing streak so i would say it's dangerous there's a lot of noise in the media about uh benitez needing to let the guys off the leash a little bit and, and who better to do it against than Arsenal so that would be my worry as well that maybe he doesn't play that conservative style that he's been getting so much stick for and really create some chances against us.
0: it is a conservative style but I feel like it it's one that will behove them uh against a team like Arsenal um mm. Kieran is there any chance that uh any chance
2: that Arsenal get rolled here or yeah there's there's a certain certainly uh, Decent do you, do chance you want to take to, a second? <laughs> the, now, there's a decent chance they do get rolled. Um, Newcastle last year were very good, actually, against the, the big six. Um, I think they won three of the five games they played at home, which is phenomenal for a team like that. So far this year as well, I mean, they've been losing games, but they've played big teams again. I mean, to, to lose 2-1 away to City, um, lost that score as well against Chelsea, you know, it's not been bad. I I do think that they are one of the poorer five or six teams in the league, but given how they've gone, how Arsenal struggled away from home in a huge way, you know, didn't get a win in the Premier League or a point until the last day of the season um in 2018 away from home, which was just shocking. Newcastle um are 13 bucks to win 2-1. And even though I kind of see it as a as a score draw, I think two one um, at thirteen bucks Newcastle. Given all those kind of stats, is is really good value. Yummers, um, I love a
0: correct score bet. Um, right, I think that's oh no, Chelsea Cardiff. Um, heesh. Um, Chelsea Adol, Hill, a dollar seventeen here, the draw seven fifty, and Cardiff nineteen dollars. Is this just a routine um, Chelsea win at
2: home? Yeah, it's difficult to see Cardiff score yes. in the game, and not seeing Chelsea score as well. So I think Chelsea will go through them. Yeah, Cardiff kind of crap. Um yep.
0: just quietly. They've
1: beaten, they've won ten of their last twelve against Cardiff. So yeah, they're in pretty good shape, I think.
0: Okay, gentlemen, I'll just ask for one better the round. Any any bet, any game, just something that you feel in your in your waters is is a dead set certainty to come off i mean not a certainty nothing's a certainty is betting in betting as well we know um (laughs) my my current balance speaks to that um which is uh zero um ed we'll start with you what's your bet of the round
1: i'm gonna go with chelsea to win pedro anytime goal scorer it's only 283 but he has scored three times in the last four games and it's his 100th game so uh that's my bet
2: i okay, very, 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 very good. And uh, Kieran, what's yours? Uh, well, if you're looking for an odds-on shot, I'll go Chelsea to win to Nell. That's a dollar seventy-two, and yeah, that's that's very likely to occur. Um, yeah, slightly bigger odds. I think uh, City to win and both teams to score is two twenty against Fulham. Okay, fantastic. And now we get to my
0: favourite part of the show: the world's smallest league. Um it feels like uh, eons ago when you first gave your tips. Um but both you and David got two correct score bets each correct in the first round, so that's a that's a draw so one point each. So uh, uh Kieran is actually on top here via um uh well via uh, the alphabet um, you're,
2: <laughs> Dave. It's, it's where Arsenal used to always be first in the league at the yeah. start year, until, until AFC Bournemouth AFC. came into the league
0: so now you're currently sitting pretty <laughs> in the championship spot while Dave and Ed languish in the uh, relegation <laughs> zone um, You know that their boards are already um, saying that they've got all the confidence they need in their tips uh, Ed, we'll start with um, you um, how do you see Tottenham Liverpool going? 2-2 two, 2-2 two. Two, two. I'll go one 0 Spurs and uh Newcastle Arsenal, Ed.
1: Uh 2 3, Arsenal.
0: 1 0. Uh Bournemouth Leicester. Uh 1 2. Huddersfield
2: Crystal Palace.
1: What was Kieran's on that
2: Yeah, one? I'll go I'll go one two as well in the Bournemouth game. Sorry about that. <laughs> Thanks for asking. Huddersfield. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> 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 uh Huddersfield Palace nil two.
2: Okay, nil no one
0: for me. Man City, Fulham (laughs) 3-1 for me
1: 3-1 for me
0: Chelsea versus Cardiff I've gone for 3-0 3-0 for me Watford versus Manchester United (laughs) 1-2
1: here (laughs) 1-2 for me
0: (laughs) Wolverhampton
2: Wanderers (laughs) versus Burnley (laughs) 2-0
1: Wolves 2-0 Wolves This is is uh, crazy,
2: what's going on here?
1: Are you looking at
2: my page here? I
1: promise you,
2: I'm not. <laughs> Everton. We'll be v- different
1: on this one. I promise you, we'll be different. On I'd,
2: this one. I'd say there's a decent chance we not. Okay. go on. Everton two, two, versus two, West two. Ham.
1: Excellent. Two, two, one, two. one all for me. <laughs>
0: right, okay. Oh. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. That was that was strange. Um, it feels but, uh, like a, it feels like both of you should be jumping on a multi. Um, a, yeah.
1: I know. What would uh, what Dampton, would those? Do we do that one? I reckon you'd be.
2: Southampton Brighton. Oh,
0: did I not do that? Sorry. Um, so, Southampton Brighton.
1: One one.
2: I'll go nil all. I was half thinking <laughs> one all, but I'll go nil all here.
1: It was one one last year, both games. So I went with one one again. Nice. Oh,
0: God, <laughs> um, I'm gonna have to. Well, what I'm gonna do, gentlemen? Given the uh, given. Those appallingly similar tips. I'm going to multi up all the ones that you had uh, identical, and I'm going to put a link to that in the uh, nice. the show notes. I like it. You know, I like it. That's a great it's
1: idea. Paying. I feel. Look, I feel good as just kind of a guy that watches a lot of football, and Kieran is an actual professional doing doing a job. I feel good that we were on the same line for some of these. I'm, I'm I'm beaming right now. Yeah. Okay. Well.
0: Yeah. Feel happy, but then also wait for the results. <laughs> yeah, let's see how we go. Um, right. Okay. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Um, for joining me um, we'll be back in your uh, inbox again your podcast inbox that's not a thing that exists Ollie. Um, we'll be back in your feeds again next week uh, we'll try to be better and uh, keep this more regular thank you very much gentlemen I uh, appreciate your uh, time and uh, always if you're going to have a bet on any of these things do so responsibly bet with the yes means yeah, thank so, you. yeah it's, it's important isn't it Like it's, it's, yes. no, it's no fun if, 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 you're, if you're not having fun so uh, just have fun